how would you approach today? If you knew today, I'm going to be working with my dream clients only. Now, how would your life and your business be impacted if you worked only with your dream clients? In fact, how would your bank account look if you were working only with your dream clients? One more. What would your date nights Ooh. be and feel like if you two were working with your dream clients? You tell us. So today we're diving into, can you guess how to land your dream clients as Maripreneurs, even if you haven't been working with them since? But today is a new day because you're here at the Maripreneur Life Podcast and we're happy that you're here. So real quick, before we drop, dive into the juiciness of this episode, we actually recorded this with a quote unquote, air quotes, live studio audience, <laughs> virtual audience online. So you'll hear some talking back and forth with the audience members concerning um, who they are, where they are, and all that great stuff, and um, any questions that they may be asking regarding what we're talking about. We want you to dive in and get all this goodness because it is here waiting for you. You don't have to figure it out anymore. You don't have to wonder if it's possible. We are here to help you, and yes, it is possible. We are living witnesses and proof that you can work solely with your dream clients only. With that being said, let's dive into what we're talking more about on this episode and who it's for. Yeah. So who is this for? This is for those married entrepreneurs who know that they have not been working with their dream clients and they want to fix it. Yes. And for the sake of your sanity, you want to get over that. Okay. Also, this will help these married entrepreneurs by us offering an internal audit on what and how to tweak what it is that they're doing in business to bring about more dream clients. So why would this then be important? So you two can enjoy the journey together and serve your market at the highest level. Y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. How to close more dream clients. Okay, here's the thing. When we first started, we've been at this full-time building businesses. Um, I've had a creative arts staffing firm that I started from the ground up at the age of 19 that paid my way through college that turned into a consultancy after college and from there on, you went out married from the life, but I also have my own business where I have a consultancy for real estate, I also call a real estate company. So us coming together as married entrepreneurs, we started off as spousalpreneurs, okay? And then it grew to indiepreneurs when you left mm-hmm. the bank. Mm-hmm. And then from indiepreneurs, we're like indie and uh, couple, couple. Yes. today with Maripreneur Life. I say all that, we say all that to say, when we first started this journey, we were doing what we actually enjoyed doing, but we realized something. We realized that some of the clients that we were working with were, how do we say this in a nice way? 
Uh, we were being drained by working with them. So these <laughs> were draining clients. They were not our dream clients. Right. So we realized there was something that had to be done, but we've made tweaks over the years. And we can excitedly say today that 100% hands down, all of our clients are our dream clients. I feel like we should be like, okay, yes. Yeah. Like 100%. So, yeah. but that didn't happen overnight. And so we want to make sure though that you all have to- Did you define what that feels like? Oh, well, we should, yeah, I know we didn't do that yet. Okay. But go ahead. Let me do that real okay, quick. You so when we say draining clients, it's like the clients that are really just like, after you work with them, it just wipes you out <clears throat> to have even work with them. And you're not really enjoying even what you do well mm -hmm. doing it with them. The dream clients really are the ones that really you're energized by working with them. Because when you work with them, there's this whole exchange of them wanting the information, implementing the, what you're giving them, and then you get to witness their growth and success as you're coaching them along. So that's what we mean when we say dream clients versus draining clients. So you can have that in your mind as we're going forward. And I see checking in right now, what's up, Troy? Ohio, mm -hmm. Ohio, Ohio. So I'm mean, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Dream versus draining because sometimes, you know, you can be in your head and you're like, oh, they understand, but hopefully that makes sense. And I would even go another step further to say, like, let's identify, like, let's define more of like what this dream client or clients feel like even the more we would say they are I've heard someone say this way, say it this way, and I definitely agree with this. The dream clients are really gonna be those people who you actually like and enjoy as people, mm -hmm. right? Um like you would want to even you would be cool with going on vacation and hanging out, kicking it with them just as people. But in addition to that, they also have the resources or are resourceful enough to right. invest in the solution that you offer for their problem. So you have a couple of different layers to this, okay? So they, they are willing to invest. In addition to that, they're willing to do the work. Because I would say some of the experiences that we've had, I'm dealing with clients who was, <laughs> uh, some, of the, some of the clients who were more draining, um, it was, let me give you some examples. It was like either they didn't want to um, do the work, like you're pouring into them and you're like, come on, let's, like, here's your, here's what you need to do. And they're not executing for whatever reason, like excuses and they're just the things that we're like, okay, but you should still be executing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe, um, these clients were not wanting to, um, to, to, to talk about the work. They just want to talk about other things, right? They just were like somewhere else mentally and not really fully in it. And so that becomes draining because you're not able to see as, as people who are in the service like industry, we want to see the results. Like we are in it to really get results for your, for our clients. And that's more challenging and difficult when they are not even in the mind space to truly invest in that way. Yeah. Dream clients are present. Draining clients are all over the place and really have no interest in really going forward. They just kind of like being in that position that they currently are. And I can go down a whole list of other descriptors, but we'll leave it right there. Yes, yes, yes. Somebody says, um, your dream clients are your green apple uh, people and the ones who invest and ready to invest and help other parties, all parties grow. Absolutely. It's a, it's a big, big win all the way around. So with that being said, uh, we have to know as married 
people, couples who are building a business, that your dream clients are actually looking for you right now. They are seeking you out. They want to like work with you because they need what it is that you have to offer. But here's the thing. If our messaging and positioning is not in the right place where they're going to find us. They will be missing each other. If they even hear of you at all. Just missing each other. Mm-hmm. Just just missing each other, yeah. right? So here's some things. I want to just give you a quick little checklist. If you find or found yourself in this place and you're ready to shift over and to up-level, and I can say this because even when we had a lot of clients who were not our dream clients were more so draining, I thank God for the client. You know, I thank God for provision. But then when you realize that there is better, then you can do better, why settle, right? So it's always it's always important to understand like how can you up-level what it is that you're called to do and to do that in a more efficient and effective way. And that's always gonna be with your dream clients. Those yeah. are people who are ready to put that work in. So let's, let's go through some things to think about when it comes to shifting from draining or clients who are draining to clients who are your dream clients. Mm-hmm. Yes? Um, okay, with that being said, now, first thing I would say is to look at the list of uh, the patterns that have been happening within the majority of your clients, if you feel like your clients are not your dream clients. Um, look at the pattern. Um, usually there's going to be a, a sign that follows it all the way across, a similarity that follows it all the way right. across. I gave some examples earlier, maybe the majority of them are not really wanting to put the work in after you're pouring into them, or maybe they're not wanting to actually um, um, talk, even, or not to say talk, dive into doing or, 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 or doing what they say they're going to do or not taking full responsibility or maybe they're complainers. Like, you have to pay attention to these things. I was going to say the thing about complainers, a lot of times those draining clients do a lot of complaining because they often feel like the complaining they're doing is helping to solve the problem. And it's just like they want other people to, to sort of, you know, crowd around and create this colony of complainers. Ooh. And so what happens is it just... It, it just takes on a very negative tone and starts to spiral somewhere you never intended to go with them. Wow. Okay. You know, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, and then with that being said too, another example is for those uh, people, clients, or even prospects, let's even say that, mm-hmm. who are, if you feel like, man, nobody, everyone who I'm speaking to is saying that they need it, but they're not willing to pay, they're not willing to invest, or they're feeling like, it's maybe not that valuable or that high value to them for them to invest. I think this is a big, big red flag to look out for as well, because if you're finding this, whether it be for people maybe that you are looking to work with, that you're having these sales talks with, and you're finding this pattern, or even clients who need to up-level in their investment in you and they're they're, they're pulling back their that retention level or that level of um, up-leveling to the next level of service with you, then, I would say first, actually look at yourself, look at what your messaging is to them regarding that, regarding that value, but then also look at your mindset around that too, and look and check your own self to say, to ask yourself, am I investing in myself the, the same way I'm expecting them to invest in them, their selves with whatever your solution is? Right, because the thing is, oftentimes we can mistakenly look for and seek, even expect a harvest from seed that we did not sow or land that we haven't even tilled. 
Yeah, you know, I, it reminds me, there's some, there's some common um, phrases and colloquialisms and sayings that, that sort of embody what we're saying here. And I, I just want to say that, that the mindset behind the messaging is really the messaging. And what happens is we can think that we're saying something a certain way or we're typing something a certain way or that we are writing something a certain way. And what's happening is, is we may be looking at the words that we're using, but those words come with baggage. And what's happening is we're sending out dog whistles in a sense where it's like, don't invest in me because I don't invest in myself. And so that sort of dog whistle goes out. And what happens is we're doing the actions and the activities, but we're really missing the heart behind what it is that we say that we're trying to do and trying to accomplish. And really, we call these people who are always looking for free things or let me see how much I can get for free. This is a mentality. These people we like to call free people. <laughs> these are the type of people who want to get everything for free yeah so think about it this way like if you've invested in your education and you've endured x amount of whatever for how many years that you've endured and you learned and you've grown and you've made those kinds of investments and you've gotten to a certain level of expertise in what it is that you do and then now you go out to the marketplace, mm -hmm. but then if other people aren't investing in you or really investing in them, excuse me, to really grow from what it is that you've learned how to do, then you realize, okay, that person doesn't really understand what it takes to really get to this point. But now let's say that you have experience as, you know, we come with previous backgrounds and so forth from different industries and sectors, and then we come to the marketplace, by the way, doing what we do, our craft and our skill, and marketing are not the same thing. So I can do what I do well, but not know how to bring it to the marketplace. So I think to myself, well, I'm not gonna invest in learning how to bring it to the marketplace. Shouldn't the market just get it? No. No. But then what happens is, is when we go to the market and the market doesn't get it, and we get people who want to then, you know, sort of post the information or try to get the results without it for free, is what I'm saying, without investing in themselves, then we start to realize, okay, where's this disconnect? Well, the disconnect is we're not willing to invest in ourselves to understand what it takes to bring it to the marketplace so we can serve our market at the highest level. So then we end up getting other people draining draining prospects or clients, if you will, who are like, no, I'm not really ready. Who reflect but I, our own beliefs. Who reflect our own beliefs and who reflect our own value. And can I say this too? Reflect our I, own values. Can you, you can't be, you can't, you can't be a free people yourself and expect to have paid people as your clients. Oh yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted to yeah, say that, that, that the, the, the two don't go. So really business. looking that exactly. So really when we're talking about your dream clients, first of all, getting really clear, just wrap all this up about who that is, who they are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you are so caught up in the vortex of thinking the old way of just being only with those who are draining, you're like, I'm just glad I got clients. Amen for that. But let's, 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 Let's not settle, let's go up higher, right? So then the thing is, well, what are the things, if you don't know how to define who your dream client is, start off with what you don't want. 
What is it that you don't like in business? What is it that you want to change? How is it that you want to uh, change your your delivery even or the, the, the exchange that you have with your clients? What does that look like? What do you desire for that to look like? Start talking and, and writing that out just to get clarity. And then understand that although those people you may not be working with now may not be your dream clients, but to shift over, you're likely you will have to change your mindset, you will have to change your messaging, and you'll likely have to change your location and your positioning because your dream clients are likely somewhere else. And that where they are is going to depend really on who your dream clients are and who that market is. They may be in that area, but they're not going to be in that same, what do you call it on a map when it's like that? Intersection. Intersection. Well, no, there's another word I was looking for, like starts with a C. Coordinate. Coordinate. Yeah. They're in a different coordinate. They may be on the same map, but different coordinates. What's up, guys? This is uh, Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you two actionable, practical steps so you can see traction fast. fast. You changed it fast. You can say it again. So you fast. can say it again. Wait, one, two, three. Fast. fast. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Enjoying the Journey, guys. Now, here are some questions that we want to give you for this segment based on what you just heard during our live taping um, in the live audience <laughs> there online as a virtual live audience. But nonetheless, we want to make sure that you have the goods so you can take the next steps. And if you're not sure what those are, we're going to give you some questions to ask yourselves and ask each other so you can be clear about what you need to do next. So here are three questions. The first question is this. Define your dream clients. Have you defined them? Yeah. Have you defined your dream clients? Yes. And the next question, and then when you say yes, great, like look over that again. But if you said, if you, if you said no, okay, go ahead and define it. But if you said yes, well, even if you were fuzzy, like, I was going to say, sure. do it again, because your dream client today may be different from your dream client, like three months ago, mm -hmm. based on your clarity now, any type of pivots that you've made, all those good things. So definitely look, take a look at that. Second question. Are, you can ask each other this, are we working solely with our dream clients right now? That's the question. If you've made it this far in the episode, it's probably likely not that you are not working with your dream clients. And then third, and finally, ask yourselves and ask each other, when and how are we willing to invest to fix this? Yeah, so there's likely a skill that's needed in order to make some pivots. And it's not just one thing. Oh, I'm going to switch over here and do it. It's likely going to be a few tweaks with your messaging, with your mindset, with your overall system and your marketing. It, it really is a reflection of a bigger, likely a hole in, in your, in your strategy and in the system. So you can definitely read books. You can watch, um, set time aside to watch YouTube videos. You can invest in coaching. That's what we're here for, guys. You mm -hmm. can absolutely do that. You can head over to MarriedPreneurLife.com. That's right. Um, we have um, a free training there. I would definitely, if that's what you, where you are, definitely download our MarriedPreneur marketing map. And um, you'll go ahead and get that sent to you via email. And then follow up. Go ahead and uh, you can set up a call with us, a strategy session. You can schedule that over at GetSystemsNow.com, G-E-T-SystemsNow.com. 
and you will definitely see light bulbs come on just in our time together and seeing where and how you can tweak and turn things around to make it so that you are working solely with your dream clients. Also, we want to invite you to enjoy this journey together. Yeah. So until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. Peace out. Peace, peace. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording